Kibbs here from the Brothers Geek Out podcast and on this week's special episode we have Adam Deacon and Jazzy Zonzolo from the movie Some Otherhood. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. I am free, brother. You guys absolutely smashed it. And like when me and my best friend came out of that premiere, we were like... Oh, you was at the premiere, yeah? Yeah, we were at the premiere, yeah. We, we want to see more stuff like that. Yeah. Like... Yeah. The hype you guys bring to that is unbelievable. And it's like, how did you guys keep up with that energy? Yeah, it, was, it was mad. Yeah, it was um, jazzy. I've got to say that like, jazzy and Richie Campbell, their energy was like a hundred percent all times. Like it was, it was crazy because take after take, they would just give it everything. And yeah, we were really blessed with a, with an amazing cast to just put everything into it. So but keeping that energy. Yeah. I guess that was hard at times. Yeah. Because speaking about Richie, I don't know how you guys actually kept up with that because he was insane. Yeah. Like, and it was like, you bring that sort of power to a performance and you've seen the type of work he's got his camera. Yeah. And then you guys are there and you're like, oh my God, this guy is like, how do I keep up? Like, how did you? Like, that must have been insane to just see him in the zone because. You guys did it years ago, mm-hmm. and you're revisiting these characters again. So there's a massive break. Yeah, yeah. How did you guys zone into that to get back into those characters? Um, do you know what? Like Richie was so busy, we didn't. I didn't get all the uh, rehearsal time I would have liked with it. But he's so on it, and he's so professional. He came out my flat one time and just brought it back after all them years of like not playing Tyrone. He just brought it back, and it was like, wow, he's bringing it right in front of me, and I was like. We need to get this on set. We need to record this and like, cause he's just in character all the time. He'll walk around the set, you know, with his arms like that. Or, yeah. He's just always in character, isn't he? Yeah. He was literally always in character. Like he's an amazing actor and he really is. Amazing yeah. actor. And I feel like with the type of cast that we had as well, it's like everyone was on their eager. So it was kind of as much as it was hard, but everyone was just, you know, trying to just top each other, man. Yeah. And I feel like we've done it. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we did all right. You know, you guys should be proud, honestly. You guys as well. You guys brought that same level of hype from what you did originally mm. to this as well. And how did you guys find that process of like getting that back again and getting that youngest self of yourself mm. back to where you are now? I feel like it was kind of easy, I think, personally for for me and as because I feel like we worked on, we kind of worked on the script for so long that we kind of knew it inside out so by the time we got on set we it, it just felt like second nature like, it was just like, and it was just getting ahead around the fact that these are different characters to what we played in an art so it was a different dynamic it was yeah it, it was slightly different so i guess like what jazzy was saying it, it felt like where we where we were behind the right inside of it it only felt right to kind of by the time we were on the set we just knew it we just really good. Just kind of yeah. doing what we were doing, and we were on the same page a lot of the time. So, yeah, and that's great because obviously, I was trying to do so much directing. It was good to have Jazzy there, where I, where I knew he knew what he was doing. He was on point. Yeah. So that that was good. Where did you guys start writing for this? Because you guys did this together with Michael. Yeah, yeah, Michael. Yeah. How long ago was the process of like when you guys? Yeah, um, twenty fifteen. We first started yeah. looking at different ideas, and but it was a. It was quite a slow process because we wanted to get it right. We spent a lot of time thinking about really, really small details. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, probably around 2015. Yeah, right. So it's a long time. Mm. 
for me, this is like an alternate reality story, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is really cool. And you guys are building kind of a universe for us. Like, we've kind of had a stop on movies like this. Mm -hmm. We didn't see much of this. Mm -hmm. So it's really brought back a lot of the questions that I've got are from our listeners. And the, the tone that you guys had in this as well. The one thing that somebody asked was the actual scene was, yeah. how long you guys trade with that? Do you know what? We just went with it, man. We just kind of, I guess we, we did a bit of trading and with Pete and you know, we got fit. And, but it was it was really intense because we were trying to do a lot in a very short space of time. It was still quite a low budget film. So yeah. we were trying different techniques and just hoping it worked. And then, yeah, when I got back to the edit, I was like, wow, okay, everyone's on point. And this looks really good. And yeah, it was it was amazing to be directing that kind of yeah. that kind of stuff. From maybe it wasn't another good to kind of, you know, explosions and car chases and i felt like a proper director it felt it felt good yeah it was no. important it was important for us to have the action as yeah. well like i feel like um it just took it to a whole different level and that's what we really wanted it like we i feel like when you watch a lot of the american films they kind of got that type of ingredient yep. so we were just like why not man yeah you guys bring a tone of mental health into this as well uh, how important was that for you guys uh, for me, it was really important. Um, I felt like with everything that's kind of been written about me in the press on the years, and I felt like people could be quite scared of that. I, don't, I felt like I needed to get a conversation going around men's mental health and to kind of take ownership in that as well. Mm -hmm. um, so even though me and Rico are completely different characters, there was I wanted there to be similarities. I wanted I wanted obviously him to have bipolar and just to kind of just touch on certain subjects that can just get a conversation going just to kind of but done in a kind of not preachy way kind of offensive way if that makes sense no totally you you drop a great line in there yeah. in between when they were having that yeah. bonding session yeah. and with the entire of the movie did improvisation some of them or were you no, quite no, not really to be honest with you I feel like um, as much as I love it, improv but I feel like the way we kind of had the script was just really tight. Mm. Um, and yeah. It's like we kind of did all that improvisation yeah. Yeah. in our old time yeah. before that. And then if we'd done a little bit of improv and we've acted, we put it in the script. So by the time we were on set, it was like, it was pretty much no, let's yeah, just try it. Yeah. And, and it's very rare to be honest with you. Very, I'm a person that really loves to improvise. And um, but by the time we was there, you know, normally as an actor, like you might feel a little bit different. You might feel like on the day, like, let me just add this and that or whatever. But yeah, it was just really tight. Really, really tight. I, I wouldn't class this as an indie film for the UK because I saw it as a like a big blockbuster movie because of the additional scenes and yeah. extra things that you guys did. Uh, and, and the tone of it as well is the quality changes in that as well. Mm. When it came to the look of the movie, mm. did you guys have some references of yeah, I was, um, for me, I kind of, I guess I wanted to have a kind of, I wanted to have a kind of musical video element to it, a music mm -hmm. video element. So the colors, um, the shades of color, we spent a long time in the grade mm -hmm. trying to perfect that. Um, and I feel like overall, what we managed to achieve was something that definitely looks a step up from where we left off with another one. You know, that, that felt like a bit of an indie film. And, and like, I'm really glad you kind of said that because we really wanted it to be more than just your typical indie film. It really set our goals quite high. Um, 
but yeah it kind of you know every shot and every every angle we there was a reason behind it really just for it to stand out and and for it to look quite different yeah because i think the quality out there is so high at the moment it is we had to kind of keep up with that no definitely is definitely i think the industry has changed dramatically in the past five years to the way sort of movies look now it doesn't have that you could go back to another hood and you could see the quantity difference for you between that to yeah. what it's becoming now uh you guys have got a massive amount of great cast and cameos in this yeah like trying to bring them all together this is like like an avengers assemble moment when did you guys kind of start reaching out and start saying you know what i want to get this person involved do you know what I think all the way through we were kind of reaching out to certain people because there was times when we thought we had the funding and we were ready to go so we would make phone calls and then find out okay it's, it's falling through we've got to start from scratch and obviously you know a lot of the cars stuck by us throughout all that so yeah. um like london for instance we spoke to london yeah. like the they, from the beginning yeah. 2015 well, she, she was pop, she would pop by with and she stuck with it you know um I think I feel like the cast really believed in what we were doing, and, and they knew we were trying to do something different, and we were really blessed. I think. Uh, some, it's amazing, guys. Uh, absolute blast. I think when we came out of that premiere, and the buzz that everybody had after that, we playing, and we were laughing all the way home as well. There's a scene with uh, uh, with, with 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 Richie, where he has the wobbly knees with his brother in the hospital. Yeah. I don't know why we kept on laughing about that, but it was the the extravagant of what he does yeah. to that moment of wobbly knees just absolutely destroyed us again with the writing process it's hard because you're coming from a, a long time writing those characters and coming to a point now where you're involved in the writing as well now Jazzy yeah, yeah. how did you find this work myself being <laughs> <laughs> no but um, no it, do you know what for me it was um it was really, it was really good. Like, I feel like I learned a lot. Um, Adam and Michael, honestly, are like amazing at what they do. So I was just able to kind of just learn from from them, really. Yeah. You know, during this process. So for me, really, it was kind of like a, it was a surreal moment because it's like I did another hood. I wish I, I I was a part of the writing team at the time. And then when I got this, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is, this is perfect. But all in all, I would say for me, this was such a, a learning curve just to kind of see how, you know, like how to build up the characters and this and that. Cause I come from an improv background. Mm -hmm. So for me, this was, this is the first time I do film. So it was, um, yeah, it was honestly best thing in the world. That's amazing yeah. because you're you're coming and seeing what's happening in the background. Yeah, which is you're not coming up to set, learning your lines and the rest of it. You're actually, oh my god, we have to write those. Yeah. Uh, with like getting Paramount involved, and because I know movie making business is probably the hardest. And you did say that it was quite hard to get the script out there mm. and funding falling in and out. How does that affect the kind of momentum of what you guys are trying to do? I feel like we were very blessed that Powerman got behind us because I felt like that felt like we were doing the right thing in the sense that we put so much work into it. Yeah. And I felt like the people at Powerman, they really, they really got it. 
yeah. you know and it, it's not like a film that everyone will really get you've got to really see the vision right. and they saw the vision and they um they're a great team um the whole team john and everyone there they they really care about filmmaking and that that was that was last because you kind of you do certain jobs and you work on certain sets where there's a feeling of there's no care involved that's right you know everyone wanted this film to do well everyone put their heart and soul into it but i think for us it was like it felt like a really big achievement you know to have a studio like that, studio like that backing us um i know we were like wow okay this tool's it's all special yeah the future guys not the future is it already in plan something happening do you know what sneak peeks <laughs> do you know what i've learned in this industry i yeah. kind of take each day as it comes and yeah I feel like, for me, I think the main thing is just be creative. I yeah. just really want to be creative and I want to direct again. And, you know, we're, we're writing at the moment where we've got our projects we want to we want to put out there. So it's just kind of, you know, keeping the momentum and, and, and working hard, really, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's the way, it's the way. Like, we started this podcast eight years ago. We didn't think eight years later, you know, if you've got people across the world listening to it, 50,000 downloads and all of that. It's yeah, kind of overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with what you guys do, you guys are on the front line. Yeah. Like how do you, and this is the mental health aspect of things, like how do you take on days? That's a big responsibility, what you guys are doing, and, and, and you're giving it out to the world. I'll be honest with you, yeah. Me and Adam have a lot of conversations and stuff about this. Yeah. Um, I just feel like when you know, you know it's for you. You know, no matter how hard it is or whatever it is, because it's easy to quit, right? Mm -hmm. But there's just something in your gut that's something just burning that's just telling you, you got to keep going, this is for you. And I feel like that's what kept us going all these years. Like all the rejections that we got previously and stuff and we kept going. It's not easy, but I feel like our team, like me, Adam and Michael, we just know that we're here for a reason. Like there's a purpose. Like end result. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying about Paramount. It was like, there was so much kind of blood, sweat and tears into this project. It was like to get to the other side. And like I said, have Paramount's back in. It made it worthwhile. I don't know, it kind of shows people that, you know, don't give up like Jazzy says, you know, there's always, there's always someone that will see the vision. So if you, like I would say to anyone, watch your guy, if you're creative, they just get right. Pick up a camera, just, just, just make it happen. And sometimes as well, and I say this all the time, it's like if you, a lot of the times people will see other people and be like, oh my gosh, we need to hang about with these guys and we need, they need to let us in. And it's like, no, sometimes just you've got your little set of friends and whatever, make something happen and they'll see it. They might even holler at you, do you know what I mean? So it's just like, just stay in your lane, do your thing, just, you know, and things will happen. Keep grinding, guys. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're gonna have tough days, and it's okay to have those tough days, but keep grinding. It's not easy. It's, it's yeah. definitely not easy. I'll tell you that. Like, we should, as much as like we're sitting here and whatever, there's definitely moments where me and Ads, you know, one of us have to be strong over for the other person. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes you just have those off days where you're like, ah, oh, I don't know, man. But at the end of it, we always know that the end goal. And I guess because we've just done this film yeah. and we did it with Paramount and whatever, and we know how far we've come, it's like it shows now, it's yeah, possible. now it's like anything's possible. Even with the cast, like the cast that we got, if we was to tell anyone that that's what we was we're trying to get, they'll be like laughing at us. 
You know what I mean? They'll be like, you ain't getting that. No way. You know? So I think now me and ads are just at that point now where we're just like, yeah, man, ain't no one, no one can tell us nothing. We're just going to keep on creating. That's good. Yeah, keep spelling. That's good. Bless you guys, man. Bless you guys. Honestly, proud, proud project. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's adored a lot. My family members loved it. No, thank uh, you. And I get to see, I want to see more of this. So yeah. I'm happy that you guys are back in the scene. I'm happy that you guys have done this. Can't wait to see more. I think honestly, you can, I honestly can't wait to see more. All right, I'm going to do a UK grand trivia here. Yeah, cool. yeah, and let's test your knowledge a little bit. Hopefully I said this right, and I've got dyslexia, guys, so I may mess up, even though I, my handwriting's all messed up as well. Uh, which grime artist is recognized for his distinctive flow and dynamic performance who released a track, Fix Up, Look Sharp? Pizzy Roll School. Roll School, yeah. Uh, which pirate radio station played a big role in grime music during the early years? I think it could even be two. It could be Rinse FM or Deja Vu. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, yeah, right. You got that right. Got that right. Which year did Lethal Bizzle release Pap? What's that? I was. Did he say it in the intro? And this is the reason. 2000 and it was the early 2000. Yeah, early 2000. Is it? Can't be 2008. No, no way. It was like no 2002 or I'm I'm saying nah, 2002. 2004. I'm saying two thousand. Oh, pow! Oh, Russ. Yes, two thousand. I would say two thousand and five, six, because it was a couple of years before we shot Kid Altered. So that's yeah. I'm saying two thousand and four. I was in school. Or are you saying two thousand? Yeah, I say five, six. Five, six. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. Uh, Kano released an ultimate grime classic called Pizza Cues. What year did that come out? I was still school times for me. It was later. It was later than Pound and that. Yeah, so 2000, can't be P's and Q's. Um, That's early 2000, right? So you know, how is that? No, it wasn't early. It was later than you think. Wait, if Pound's 2004, P's and Q's So I remember putting Q's in another bit, right? And it was a little bit old by then. Wait, uh, <laughs> I'll say 2010. 2010? No, no, 20, no, 20, <laughs> no, is that too late? That might be barely, because Powell, if Powell come out, wait, 2004, if Powell come out 2004, I reckon P's and Q's come out 2006, 7? Oh, I'll say 8. Oh, wow, guys. The same year, you know. 2004 again. 2004? Yeah. Why did I think it was later than Power? <laughs> I thought it might have been later than Power as well. Oh, this one you guys. Yeah, <laughs> 2004. This one you guys got again. Do you remember when the High Pipe Team was released? The High Pipe Team? <laughs> that was. Uh, I know you must know. So that was around a number of times and that was 2011. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. Good on you. Good on you. Good on you. No, absolutely amazing, guys. Listen. Uh, it's out on digital release on the 12th of December, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't thank you enough for the for the time, guys. Honestly, oh, thank no, you. And it's always nice. It's for me. It's a star, like a starstruck moment. No, thank. You. Because watching you guys do what you did back then and and and, and still doing it now, is is it's inspiring. Uh, I'm coming from a background. I'm a comic artist. So I, I started this podcast with my brother when he moved abroad to Hong Kong. 
and it's given us opportunities like this. And honestly, your, your time is valuable. Thank massive, massive, massive. Thank God. Congratulations again on it. Thank you so much. Honestly, thank you. I had to shake our hands on how cool that was.